0: Welcome to our first podcast. This podcast is about the extraordinary purpose that all of us have. It is about listening to people who are walking in their purpose and asking them, how did you do that? And a quick heads up, this podcast is about finding out the messy nuts and bolts behind success, the failures that taught them powerful but painful lessons, the things that kept them going, and the truth that success is a bit like the artwork for this podcast. It is full of perilous climbs, seemingly bottomless valleys, jumping for joy one day and feeling like you're falling the next. Plateaus and progressions that are sometimes so slow you don't even realise they're happening. And mountaintops with glorious vistas you never knew you would reach. In short, Success is about mess. Mess we never gave up on believing we would overcome. Mess we learnt from. And mess we shut the door on so we could grow into our purpose. We will have a new guest every month and each week we will release a short section of their wisdom and truth. Finally, this month's theme is Complete Transformation. Economics and the Spirit presents, episode
1: one of How to Be a Success Ordinary Men Living Extraordinary Lives, the podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now, here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man Exploring Economics and the Spirit.
0: This month we have with us Pastor Peter Nembard, founder and full-time senior pastor of ARC, a radical church. Ark opened in 1997. ARC now has five locations over two cities, London and Birmingham. I've been blessed enough to attend this church when I'm down in London and three things stand out about this church. One, the worship is wild. There's an area at the front of the church right in front of the altar where you can dance your heart out. And I've lost myself many times there with what felt like half the congregation dancing, chanting and leaping at the altar with me. Secondly, there are a lot of young men in that church. And anyone that knows anything about churches knows most churches are mostly women. And thirdly, there are a lot of young people. And they are not just warming seats. They preach with a level of knowledge, wisdom and authority that blows me away. So what we're going to do is we are going to start at the beginning. And I'm going to ask you, what did you want to be when you were younger?
1: Well, my mum wanted me to be a doctor. Okay. Actually, to be honest with you, this Mm -hmm. is honest. I watched a James Cadney film. Yeah, in this film, James Cagney was like a, he was a villain, and uh, made top of, top of his, like, what do you call it, like, his mafia ring, and okay. I guess, and he's up on top of the roof, and he says, Mama, I'm on top of the world, and that was it, that, that was what I wanted to be, I think.
0: So you wanted to be a mafia leader?
1: Not a mafia leader, but I wanted to be a successful villain, kind of like, like, yeah make lots of money
0: wow so what were you, what were your group of friends like when you were younger tell me tell me about this group of kids that are running around getting into trouble
1: from about the age of 10 i got into a fight with a guy named sammy that changed my life i discovered i could fight that took me into secondary school where i was just fighting then got a reputation and ended up with Just uh, people that were shoplifted and and ended up in a group of guys that we called ourselves the Roman Road Posse. Okay. Literally in an area called Roman Road in Bone. And just so the guys around me, we just got up to kind of mischief on the streets, you know. Um, And I guess I was like, because there was this thing in me on just being that on top of the world Mm -hmm. um, that just went a bit further than a lot of my friends, not all of them, um, but. Yeah, just went a bit further with stuff. And, um, yeah, so the guys around me smoked marijuana, not all of them, but Mm. most of them, 90-something percent of them, thieved, Um, you know, women. Yeah, everything that was not great.
0: What did it feel like being part of all that?
1: At the time, honestly, it felt great because, yeah, you belonged. It was great. I had a... You know, I had a street cred, street Mm. reputation. Mm. Um, It's quite big. I had a lot of money as a teenager. Okay. A lot of jewellery. I had a car from 14.
0: Um, You were driving a car from 14?
1: Yeah. I had a car. My friend had to teach me how to drive it.
0: And what happened to school with all this going on?
1: When I went into secondary school, yeah, just went in with with the wrong attitude, really. I started to just get in trouble I don't think I made past the first year, and then I was put into support unit countless times. Kind of like what they would call peruse now, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then, um, yeah, then you, they would figure you out there, and then if, after some time they put you back into the main school, but I would never last very long. Mm. And then I was put into an IT intermediate treatment. Mm-hmm. They made me see psychologist. Um, yeah, I just got into fights and with teachers and pupils, and messed up my education.
0: Did you not want to be there or could you not handle being there what Can you remember what it felt like at the time from your perspective?
1: I think I' just lost my way, to be honest with you. I just think I got caught up in a wrong mentality and um and was lost didn't know it, you know. I think back now, man, if I could go back to school, I would do it so differently. Mm-hmm. I just think I was completely lost and just didn't realise that I was just making all the wrong choices. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a conscious thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that I was thinking properly. I don't know what I was thinking. I just wasn't thinking, I guess. <laughs> I just had a mindset that I wanted to be bad.
0: So what made you start turning it around?
1: When I went into prison for two and a half years.
0: Okay, and how old were you then? About 16.
1: Uh Yeah, I guess since watching that film, not blaming the film in necessarily, but um, since watching that film and then a course of different events, took me down to a life of crime and then ended me up in prison at 13 and then two and a half years prison at 16. And that's where I began to meet Jesus when I was in prison.
0: Next week, Pastor Peter is going to tell us more about finding God in prison. If you want to ask him or any of our future guests any questions, message us using the email in our show notes. Because we will be welcoming some of our guests back to answer questions given by our audience. In the meantime, here's a snippet of next week's episode.
1: Yeah, that was the beginning of my conversion. That day I got up, um, went round to my friend Louis, his mum saw me. Mm. She gave me a message from her pastor in her church who I didn't know, he didn't know me because mm. I'd never been to the church. But she gave me a message that said, If I don't change my life, um, things are going to start going really terribly wrong for me. As a young man, it went in one ear, came out the other. But you know, you respect your elders. So yeah. um, that afternoon, we went out, did a robbery, I got caught. So I ended up going to court for three different things, and for one of them, I got two and a half years. Thanks for listening. New episodes are available every Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes as it will help the show to grow. Finally, The Good Man, Exploring Economics and the Spirit, is available on audible.com now. If it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening and stay blessed.